Three key business lessons from the Women's World Cup. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So what does soccer have to do with business anyway? I mean, it's just a sport, so it kind of seems like what could we really learn from a soccer game about what we can apply in our businesses? But the fact is, there are lessons that we can learn from just about anything in life, whether it's a sporting event, whether it's a product that we purchase, an experience that we have. If we really look and we look through the lens of what could apply to our business, we can find things that actually make sense and that actually fit and can teach us some things about being more successful. You know, the World Cup is a huge stage with a lot of exciting games. It has a lot of unexpected results. And ultimately, because of that, also a lot of lessons that we can take. So whether you're a soccer fan or not, um, this stuff is really important because it's things that we can apply in our business. And these three vital lessons will be things that will take you a long, long way. So I've been watching a little bit of the World Cup. And for me, um, being a U.S. Uh, citizen and born and raised here, um, I've been watching the U.S. women in the qualifying stages. I, I saw them through uh, all the games that they've played, even though they're on at crazy hours here where I live. Um, we've either recorded the games or gotten up to watch them. And, you know, the funny thing is coming in, the U.S. women were ranked number one in the world. And, you know, everybody thought that this was going to be a team that had a chance to win their third consecutive World Cup, which had never been done before. So it was pretty exciting. You know, they had the stronger, higher rated team and the better players, ultimately, than all the comp um, competition that they played, particularly in the qualifying stage. And so um, the problem is when we actually started to watch the games, um, what was obvious is they were struggling. You know, the, the U.S. just couldn't seem to really get anything going when they played a, a really um, a much weaker opponent in the first round. They won the game. They scored a few goals. But when they played stronger competition in the next two rounds, they really struggled and they couldn't score any goals and they weren't able to win those games. They ended up with a couple of draws. And one of the interesting things is, um, you know, one of the commentators actually said this during one of the games, and it, I actually thought it was spot on. The commentator said, you know, they don't have any plan, or if they do have any plan, I can't tell what it is. I can't tell what their offensive game plan is. I can't tell what their defensive game plan is. And when I looked at that, I agreed with what she said 100%, because that's exactly what it looked like. You had a bunch of individual great players running around on the field, but they weren't really playing as a unit and they didn't have any sort of cohesive plan. In business, you have to have a plan. It's super important to have a plan. It's very easy to jump in and just get started, but it's very difficult to be successful if you do it that way because there are so many things that need to be done. There's so many things that, um, you know, so many different moving parts and business in, by its very nature is very dynamic. And so if you don't have a plan, then it's very difficult. Even if you have advantages over your competition, even if you're coming in 
as the most well-funded or the most you know popular product or the greatest brand or whatever it is, whatever you're coming into, even with advantages over the competition, in a lot of cases we don't have that, but even if you do, without a plan, you'll struggle. Because here's the thing, how will you know where you're going? If you don't have a plan, then how are you going to know where you're headed and how are you going to know when you get there, right? Because you're just going to be doing business and things are going to be progressing and things are going to be moving along, but it's going to be hard to know whether you're getting closer or further from what you want if really the only thing you're thinking about is profitability. You know, that's a very short-term lens to look at things through and it's helpful in some contexts, but you need a larger plan so you understand what it is you're trying to accomplish, the steps that you're going to take to get there, and how whether or not you're getting closer or further from you know, what you're trying to do. So that's one lesson for sure from the World Cup. You know, one of the greatest stories from this World Cup is the Jamaican national team, as they call themselves the reggae girls, which I just think is so cool. Um, you know, this team has been disbanded by the Jamaican Football Federation twice over the last 15 years. So basically, the Jamaican Football Federation said, we don't have the money. We can't fund this. Even though we're funding the men's team, we can't afford to fund the women's team. We can't afford to pay for your training, can't afford to pay for your international uh, competitions and all these other things. So twice over the last 15 years, this team has been literally disbanded. So they had to fight tooth and nail for the funding to keep playing. They had to band together and say, how are we gonna do this so we can continue to do it? And, and interestingly, um, you know, Bob Marley's, uh, I believe it's his daughter, actually stepped up and wrote a song to generate proceeds to help the team. And it worked for a little bit. It generated a little bit of money for them. But it still wasn't enough for them to be able to continue to play, continue to travel, and be able to get to the World Cup because it's expensive, right? So they ultimately had to set up a crowdfunding campaign in order to afford the travel to the World Cup. I mean, that's the level that they had to go through. So despite all the odds, their will and their grit got them to the World Cup. And now, in an amazing story, they're actually advancing to the knockout round, which is just a great feel-good story, and it makes them very, very easy to root for. But look at all what they need to go through, where other teams have giant national support. They have well-funded programs, they're larger countries with a lot more talent and players to draw from. And they have the backing of everybody. This team had to fight against all of that to make it happen. But the moral of the story is that they did. And that's what's so impressive about it. In business, we need determination, grit, and perseverance. We need it. You know, there is no way to get from here to there in any business, in any walk of life, without those three things. Because... It won't always be easy. No matter where you are, no matter what situation you're currently in with your business, there are going to be problems that come up at some point. And I mean problems that rock you, problems that bring you to a point where you question whether or not you can keep going, whether or not being in a business or owning a business or running a business is the right thing, whether or not you should just go get a job or go do something else. Things that will question your fundamental commitment and they'll test you to your limits. And no matter what it is, you know, and that is the point, that's the inflection point, right? 
where some people give up. They say, you know what, I, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. I can't um, stomach the ups and downs of this. I can't afford, you know, financially or emotionally to keep going with what I'm doing. And so I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to go back and do something else. And look, by the way, there's no shame in that. Being an entrepreneur and being a business owner is not for everybody. It's not. And, um, but if it's something that you really care about, if it's something that you really want, if it's something that you, you know, feel in your bones and you're that passionate about, then you have to fight. You have to fight to overcome it and you have to keep going. You know, every success story that we see, you know, most of the time what we see is if you think of an iceberg, we see the tip, we see the public story. We see the great success. We see, you know, um, all the lights green for somebody and, and, you know, all the spoils of their of their efforts and all the rewards, you know, and, and that's what attracts people to wanting to own a business and be in business. But the fact is, it isn't like that for most of it. A lot of it is drudgery. A lot of it is that middle of the night training session. A lot of that is pushing yourself beyond where you'd go giving up the things that you wanted to do for things that you have to do to make your business go. And it's the result of all that that leads to those success stories. And so it's, it's the willingness to fight. It's the willingness to keep going. It's the willingness to stare in the face adversity and say, I'm not going to let this defeat me. I'm going to go and I'm going to do this anyway. And I'm going to make sure that I get it going. So the second thing we learn from the World Cup is you have to have determination, grit, and perseverance. You just have to. You have to have that will to make it go. You know, from just a global or overall perspective, you know, the World Cup is actually a really long tournament. You know, again, it seems as though, you know, we get into these um, actual like fun stages that are nationally or internationally televised. And, you know, there's a few games and then, you know, somebody, somebody you know, gets a trophy and wins the World Cup. But in reality, it actually takes a month, even from this public international, um, you know, stage of it. Because you have the knockout round, or you have the group stage, and then you have the knockout rounds. And so, you know, it's a month from start to finish. And again, as fans, we see the games so every four or five days, we see our team take the field and play a game, and that's really exciting. But we don't see all the training sessions. We don't see all the, all the sacrifices that people are making on a daily basis, even throughout just that month. And the reality of it is, before even it gets to that, it's actually, the cup is actually only every four years. And it isn't just waiting for three and then playing. Those four years are comprised of endless training. All of those players are working day and night for years. It's grueling. And they're doing that with the hopes, some of them, to even make the national team. And then if you make the team, hope that you get you know, called on to actually play. There are lots of players on these teams that put in all the same hours, all the same training, they never get to suit up or wear the uniform in an actual game. And then there's all these qualifying matches. So they have to play all of these games in order to even qualify to make it. So in reality, to win a World Cup, if you think about it, really from start to finish, it's four years. 
It's four years of preparation. It's four years of hard work. And even after putting in all that, there's no guarantee. There's absolutely no guarantee you're going to win. Look, the United States thought this year they would win. They, were the, they thought, you know, we have the best players, we have the best team, we're going to go in there, we're going to win again. But there is no guarantee. You only have that dream in your mind of hoisting that trophy and being called world champions. And that's what has to power you. That's what has to get you going. And that's what has to keep you going and be willing to do all that. In business, we need to be able to delay gratification. We need to, you know, look, we all want the rewards of owning a business, right? When we go into starting a business, we don't, we don't go into the business thinking, wow, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to work like 20 hours a day. I'm going to give up all my time with my friends and family. I'm never going to go on vacation. I'm going to struggle to pay my bills. Uh, while all my friends are going to work jobs, buy fancy cars, take vacations and spend time with their family. That sounds great. Nobody goes into business with that idea. We go in with the idea that we get to make our own schedule, right? We get to set our own hours. That's awesome. We can work in our pajamas. We get to make lots of money, right? Because we're entrepreneurs. We're business owners. Of course, you're going to make lots of money. And we get to live on our own terms. We get to set the rules for what we do and what we don't. But all of that stuff, all of that stuff actually happens after all of the sacrifice, the first, the first stage of the business is sacrifice. It's working harder and longer than friends with jobs, not less. And it's making less. It's struggling to pay the bills. It's struggling to afford even normal stuff. You know, they can go out and buy a new car because they have a set amount of bills and they have a set amount of income. And if their income is higher than their bills, they can go and spend stuff. When you have a business, you got to pour resources into it. you got to pour your money into it. you got to pour your time into it. And so you don't have the ability to afford that other stuff unless you happen to come from a wealthy background. If you do, congratulations, good for you. But for most of us, that's not the case. So the other thing is we're consumed by our business, right? There's no time or energy for anything else, even when we're doing other things. I mean, I remember these days. I remember the, the 16, 18 hour days. And I remember being at, you know, a party for my niece or whatever, and having my mind a million miles away back in my business, thinking about what I need to do when I get home. And it's sad in some ways, right? I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be present in the moment. But that's how it starts. You have to start with the end in mind and be willing to do all that. You need to accept and be willing to wait for that success and to pay dearly up front for that success. You pay it in advance and you reap the rewards later. You know, the interesting thing about it is they did a study years ago on the relative success level of adults. In success, I mean the stuff that we normally associate with success, financial success, career success, things like that. And the number one factor above and beyond anything else, above and beyond intellect or work ethic or any of that other stuff, literally was the ability to delay gratification. Somebody who could say, I want this right now, but I'm not going to buy it. I want to do this right now, but I'm not going to do it. I'd rather go golfing with my buddies, but I'm not going to do it because i got to work on this. I want to go buy that new car or that new house, but I'm not going to because I need to invest it in this. And that ability to delay that gratification until later was the number one determining factor in success. So that's the third lesson. So the takeaway here 
is that in business, three vital key, key rules and uh, lessons we can learn is that number one, you have to have a plan. You have to know where you're going so you're able to get there. You can make adjustments and stay on track so you eventually get there and you know what you're doing. Number two, you have to be determined and be willing to keep going through the good and through the bad. And just acknowledge and accept the fact that there'll be tough times, but keep determined and keep going. And the third thing is be willing to delay gratification and understand success comes after all of the work. You've got to put in the work first, then the success you get will far outpace anything that you could have achieved any other way. Those three things alone will put you way ahead and destine you for success in business. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.